Into the Zeitgeist, the comedic research podcast, is funded by you. Thank you. If you want to learn how to support the show, go to patreon.com slash WDM1. Hello and hi. Welcome to Into the Zeitgeist. My name is David Waters, and I'm joined as always by my friend and colleague, Shannon, the woman in the mirror, <laughs> Boffin. <laughs> I'm talking to the woman in the mirror. I'm young. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. Like, after we get done with this, I'm immediately saving that on my Spotify. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I mean, I think I nailed it. Oh, no. It was beautiful. Like, I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> How's it going, Shannon? Pretty good. How about you, David? Oh, uh, you know, another Sunday, another uh, weekend. I fucking woke up early today, and you know, yeah, you did. You know, Shannon, there's one thing I want to talk about. Like, it's something that like irked me today. I just saw it, and I was like, I gotta fucking talk about it. I gotta fucking talk about it. It's gonna drive me crazy. So I went to Walmart today, and mistake we, number we, one. <laughs> say what? Mistake number one. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh! At eight a.m. at that, there was some real fucking characters there. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, I uh, we we do the five gallon jug. We do the pure, not purified. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to say I'm a level above anybody, but I'm kind of saying that <laughs> with the with the five gallon shit. Well, some people like. Like, I remember when my family lived, like, out in the country, we would get those because we just had well water. Oh. So. Oh, really? I don't think, like. We always. <laughs> From what I remember, we were drinking the well water, so it's a nice change of pace. <laughs> Anyways, I went there and got those, and um, I saw this, like, I only noticed them because it looked like twins, and I am a twin, but they walking right in front of me as i was walking into walmart and they walk in the exit doors instead of the entrance doors you know how walmart has the two yeah. and one's entrance one like it fucking it pisses me off to no fucking end people who walk in the exit like i it's like i'm thinking like that like uh you know the uh American Psycho, Batman guy, Christian ah! Bale. Yeah, he's like, I just want to watch the world burn. Right. <laughs> he's like walking in the exit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I fucking hated that. I was just like, I saw it and I was like, I fucking hate people. That's but, so funny. You know what that, that makes me think of? There's this episode of King of the Hill where um, Hank and... Oh, what's the um, Asian neighbor's name? The cons? Yeah, but what's the dad's name? Uh, I can't remember I don't, it. I, don't fucking remember. I, I can't know. remember it, but they like get into a wreck because Hank is like, you always back out of your driveway to the right. <laughs> and he, the neighbor, like backs out to the left and they wreck, and Hank just like loses his mind. Oh my God. I would too. <laughs> Every time I get carved, like just people. Fuck it. Once I got T-boned and it was all the other dudes' fault because oh it wasn't gosh. like looking. But it just makes me think of like going back to Walmart. Like they have like the weird angled spaces. Yes. And people like will fucking pull straight through uh, when it's angled and there's just, it's like, what do, I, what do I do? What do I do? I just have to like sit there for like a minute today. Like, fucking Christ. Fucking 
Christ, get it going, you know, yeah. <laughs> get it fucking going. Anyways. Yeah. That's a valid pet peeve. Yes. Yes. I, I have to agree. That drives me wild. Drives yeah. Me wild. How you been, Shannon? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a whole lot going on. Um, my, actually my 10 year high school reunion was yesterday. Oh yeah. That How was, was that? Wild. <laughs> yeah. Was that? No, I mean, it wasn't like wild, like a crazy time or anything, at least not for me. Some people there were <laughs> getting really into it. Hey, feeling I mean, the vibe, this I, 2011 vibes. Oh, um, Lord. yeah, it's not weird to think about. Yeah, that is weird to think about. Oh my God. But it was so interesting to see all of those people and to like reflect on the past, like knowing we were going to do this today and like reflect back on our past episodes. Oh, so you're you're in the reflections mood, (laughs) so to speak. Nostalgia. Nice. Nice. Very cool. I like that. Did you, you said you had a good time. Yeah. It wasn't a bad time. (laughs) You said you had, uh, there's a few, um, you mentioned Riley Howard. He was on the, um, he did Top Gun episode with me. Yeah. You said you saw him. And I was like, ah, oh, man, he's so cool. He's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to him about being an engineer. I still don't really understand it, but Same, like I'm supposed to advise like technology students and students who are interested in that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I guess you're going to like work for Google. Like, <laughs> you can only go up from here. <laughs> but Riley's like, oh, I work at Lockheed. And I'm like, wow. okay, that's where I'll tell them that they're going to work. <laughs> nice. nice. Little, little recruitment never hurt you. <laughs> nice. Well, that's good. I, I, I'm glad to hear you. You say that. Yeah, I was trying to think if I saw anyone else you've had on. I don't think so. But... Yeah, that's a good episode of you haven't seen that that Top Gun one. Yeah, yeah, that, that was just a, a good movie in general, a little popcorn movie for you for sure. Yeah, go check it out. But for this one, for the uninitiated, uh, if this is your first episode, the, you came out on a, uh, an interesting one. Uh, we're going to be uh, kind of reflecting back on our past wave of episodes that we've done, all the topics we've done. Uh, but into the zeitgeist is. Uh, our bi-weekly comedic research podcast where we explore touchstones of the past and drag them back up to be talked about and shit. If you want to support us, uh, consider going and subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash WDM1. Also, uh, cool perks, cool perks, Patreon monthly bonus episode, producer credits, two days early. There's different tiers, so check it out. Also, like, rate, review. I never really say that. Um, I guess that might be a good thing to do. Good reviews yeah. are always nice. Give us reviews. Yeah. I always uh, I always talk to like other podcasts. Um, uh, but I, I'd love to I would love to make a like a voicemail for you know how like I do for the movie podcast. I would like to do one for this, but I don't know how we would incorporate it exactly, but it, it sounds fun. Yeah, but I mean leave us reviews or send us messages so that we can get ideas for stuff to talk about and you know, if you have a thought you want us to talk about, just let us know. Yeah, definitely. We love it. So Shannon, um getting into opening segment, purging yeah. our sins. Here we are again. (laughs) If for whatever reason, this is your first time listening, um, purging our sins with something that sort of has evolved into our confessing our sins and trying 
to relate it to the episode's topic. Um, but I, I wanted to real quick just say if for whatever reason this is your first time listening, maybe, you know, you'll hear us talk about a topic that really interested you and you should definitely go back and listen to that because that might be a good time. Yeah. Anyways, I'm obviously stalling. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm not going to lie. Like this sin, it's not super simple, but... I guess just knowing this was coming up and, you know, my high school reunion, I have been super nostalgic lately. And I think there's just something in particular, though, like about the 90s that I've like been really sucked into. And I don't know, it's sort of distracted me. Um David, when you were in school, did you ever have to do like in social studies where you got on the internet and looked up current events or something like that and had to write about them? Mm, Not to my recollection, really. Why? Because I remember like we'd always have these like current event like things that we had to write about and like... I would always like find these articles that were like 10 years old and I'd be like, I want to write about this. Oh God, <laughs> and my teacher's like, how recent? Like, when's that article from? And I'm like, oh, 1980. Nice. <laughs> and, nice. and they're like, that's not a current event. And like, as a kid, I just hated current events because they wouldn't let me write about what I wanted to write about. Right. Oh my gosh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> and so, I don't know. It's funny because as we do this podcast in order to bring things into the zeitgeist, you really do have to actually reflect on current events, which I realized is something I hadn't really been doing until we started this podcast. And that's really my sin is like, there has been so much going on in the world that like, I mean, for instance, I'm sure we'll talk about it more, but like, the the in the chicks episode the episode about the dixie chicks or the chicks as Mm -hmm. they're known now um you know we we talk about them criticizing war i think they specifically criticized the iraq war but generally the war with the many wars with the middle east you know the afghanistan war actually ended i think i want to say the day that we recorded that episode i think i I think we mentioned a small something about it. And I'm not going to lie, David. I I didn't really understand, like, why the Afghanistan war was happening or why it had gone on for so long. But doing that episode really um, inspired me to watch, like, Vice documentaries and stuff about the war and, Um, like, just different topics in general. And that's also part of, like, I think where my 90s problem came in is because Vice has a really great series called the dark side of the 90s it's like 10 episodes and they're fantastic it explores all these different avenues of the 90s and yeah i'm just really stuck on that right now and where'd you watch it on youtube on youtube nice nice. yeah it's all on youtube yeah so like i don't know if i should say this but like you can Go to the like the Vice YouTube channel and they have all the episode titles listed and like you can buy them. But like if you just put in the episode title into like the YouTube search, it'll come up for free. <laughs> system. I love it. <laughs> so that's what I did to watch them all. <laughs> that's something similar. I listen. So we'll talk about it later. Um, the next one. And what 
we're going to do, you know, in this next wave. But I listened to an audiobook recently and I just like listened to it on YouTube. I didn't like, you know, like, yeah. why, why would I go to like Audible or something and like go and buy it or whatever? To be fair, it's probably like that, that story's probably like, what is it called? When oh, uh, uh, public you, domain. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Thank you for remembering what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did because <laughs> I didn't think I was. <laughs> Jeez. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so you you felt like your sin is that you've been living in the past for a little while. You gotta, or maybe, or maybe just also kind of in my own world and mm. doing this show really made me start thinking outside of that a lot more in a lot more unique ways and. Mm-hmm. In a way, too, I think it's just kind of made me become more contemplative. Like, I feel like I don't always react as quickly as I used to because I'm just more thoughtful, you know? Yeah, it's like that. Uh, you know, when you said that, I was like thinking like sharpest attack. People who use that phrase like sharpest attack. Sometimes I don't feel sharpest attack. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you fucking that. Uh, but yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Definitely. Yeah. Well. That's why we're here. We're here to learn. Yeah. That's why I love this. Shannon, do you want to, I guess, I don't know if you wrote this in here, um, but I guess to get into today's topic of conversation, that's a, like like I said earlier, reflections episode of, uh, how many did we do? We did nine. We did nine. This is the 10th one. Um, so we'll be going over nine of our past topics and. I think you put here, like, um, the question, why did we want to reflect on this? And I guess I'll ask that to you first. What do you, what do you think that we need to reflect? Well, for one, it was just so, you know, a surprising is the word coming to mind right now, but it, it, I don't feel like it's the right word, but it seems like every time we did an episode, something happened after that related to it that we were like oh (laughs) like I don't know it's weird you know when you do like a binge or a deep dive on something it's like that thing becomes your whole world for a minute and then after you're finished with it you realize like how often it's referenced like things keep popping back up about it and you're like oh like I know about that and Mm -hmm. But this too, or whatever. And I think taking a minute to reflect back on these episodes just brings them more into the zeitgeist and mm. um, yeah. that kind of permanent effect that they'll have. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I can't remember what episode, I think it was one of the very first ones of um, bringing these. Why I, I guess, my answer to the question of why do. I think it's important that we were reflect is because it's funny how I think it was the Amanda show that I talked about. Uh, what's that dude's name? Drake, not Drake, but Josh. What's his name? Josh Peck. Yeah. Yeah. And how like influential he was in my, like, I guess, I don't know. Comedy style is not the phrase I want to use, but it's like a part of my identity when it comes to like my flavor of humor, I guess. Yeah. Um, and like going through each of these topics, these nine that we've done and how, you know, for you, Dixie Chicks wasn't as influential back then, but it is, I guess, a little bit for you now. And yeah. I'm glad it can be a mix of like us reflecting back on it, like how did these things affect, 
how do these things affect us today or are affecting us today? Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, like, have you ever heard that phrase snowball effect? Like, Oh yeah. (laughs) That's one of my favorite phrases. I use it. I think I use it to close the uh, movie podcast sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that might be why it comes to mind is just from hearing you say it before, but it's, it's like, Every time we talk about something, it, it snowballs into something else. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It's like a thought train. It's like we were talking about the association game, too. Yeah. I that and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yep. I'm doing that with the, with our, you know, uh, all these all these different, you know, episodes. It makes it, each one I'm looking at is it, just like I got a little something to say about. I know. A little, a little something. You want to jump into it? Yeah, let's Do you want to go sequential or do you want to like pick and choose? Well, let's start in order and see where it goes. Okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. So our first episode, or our um, first one, I love it. Uh, we did the Amanda show. Yeah. So there was one thing that I saw. So I watched recently on the baby podcast, or, or excuse me, not the I mentioned it on the movie podcast. I watched uh, Britney versus Spears on oh, Netflix, yeah. that uh, documentary about Britney Spears and that conservatorship that was stuff. Wild! Holy shit! Is that like that's a great documentary? Good documentary. And whoever came up with the title is so proud. I know. I know. They're like, I fucking nailed that one. <laughs> it's like when you nail the jingle on a breakfast cereal or something. <laughs> you know. Oh my god. Uh, I love it. But so I learned that I there's I'll put it in in the uh, show notes. But TMZ like reported that like the supporters of free Britney that like, I guess just an or a code. I don't know, like a group of people who are just trying to fight for Britney's freedom or whatever. Um, they were like her neck, their next after Britney. Cause in the documentary, I think it mentions that she's like Jamie Spears. Her dad isn't the conservator anymore, but she's still in a conservatorship. Right. So like they're waiting for her to like, that be null and void. And then right. they said their next person they want to move on to is Amanda Bynes. Yeah. And I didn't real I read into it and I didn't realize how crazy Amanda Bynes was. <laughs> I know. It's just a I, I read some things like like she like doused her dog in gasoline. Oh and my was like that fire. I was like, oh my gosh. We were talking about dogs on another like episode we did this last wave and I was just like, oh my gosh, like fucking crazy. And then she got like a, I, I think you mentioned it, she got like a tattoo. The teardrop tattoo, right? I think there's a heart as oh, well. Oh it's a heart. Yeah, I think she's like added on to the face tattoo. Okay. But Nonetheless, I wanted to bring that up just because I was thinking of the conservatorship thing with Britney Spears. Yeah, um, I don't remember when, but it it was kind of more when the Free Britney thing was really coming to light. I started listening to this podcast called Beyond the Blinds. It's really fun. It's like a celebrity gossip podcast. Oh, gosh. And their first episode was like about, well, maybe it wasn't the very first. I take that back. I actually think their first episode might have been about the Amanda show or about Amanda Bynes, but Mm -hmm. I haven't listened to the first one. I'm sorry. But the second one was about Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney's sister. Oh, okay. And we talked about in the Amanda show episode, we talked a little bit about um, 
Zoe one on one and some of Dan Schneider's other shows oh, and yeah. um Beyond the Blinds, you know, obviously all the gossip's alleged, but they were basically talking about how dark it was on those sets of those shows and like like it, it basically it's more than a foot fetish sort of a thing with oh, Dan Schneider shit. and I mean other Ooh. producers and I mean that's all alleged but I still right you can see patterns you can see patterns in like I think, yeah, I mean, I guess that's really what it is. As all the stars have gotten older, you see, like, all of the similar problems they're all dealing with. And it, not it's hard not actor, to... Not just a child actor, but a child producer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Makes it, sense. yeah, I mean, so I, I think it's sad, and I hope, you know, uh, that... Hopefully, as as more of these truths come out, hopefully the industry gets safer for kids. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If there's a what is it like? Sins of the father, sins of the mother. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what do you do? Circle of life. But hey, all all the best to Amanda Bynes. I, I loved her back in the day. So yeah, and I will always I hold she... a special. Uh, Something, something she could still make a comeback i think you know oh, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that was a really fun episode to do like being our first one and thinking about how much that show impacted our childhood and all of the funny stuff <laughs> yeah yeah the popcorn pants yeah. <laughs> that was a fun uh, that was like a, a Something I had to actually piece together. I was like, "Where do? Where did I remember? Where fucking pop? I just know that in the back of my brain. I didn't know what it came from. Yeah. But then I was like, "Oh, the Amanda show." I was like, "Okay, I I can die happily now yes. knowing the, knowing that fact." Uh, Lordy, Shane, you want to take the next one? Yeah. So then our next episode was Furby. <laughs> great, great episode i love that one. Oh, it was a good one you tell it that that <laughs> you told the story about um the furby in the night like scaring yeah. you <laughs> i've been thinking about that so since. terrifying you know what's funny is last night i watched gremlins oh did you and i'm like oh is Why that they... where the furby came from <laughs> why are they eerily similar <laughs> right <laughs> Like I never got my Furby wet or fed it past midnight, but I would caution if you have a Furby not to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, I was also just doing a little perusing in the news as of late. Like, two things. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll get endlessly, I'll endlessly scroll on TikTok, and I've come across TikToks that have those like nightmare Furbies in them i think i've sent you a video or two oh of them God. just like it's like light music synced up and it's just like this fucking furby like looking all devilish and shit <laughs> okay um, <it's, laughs> i don't know those have definitely come back into the zeitgeist i think yeah. we pulled it back into the zeitgeist Shannon, single-handedly um 
I mean, it sounds like the Satanists have taken them over. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, no, we see it. Oh my gosh, when you say Satanists, that my next thing that came to mind, I was like Adam Sandler, <laughs> like that Adam Sandler movie, the Uncut Gems. He had the like Furby oh uh, jewelry or whatever. I was just like, oh my god. Oh my god, there was this movie I watched after we did that episode. It was like a cartoon movie on netflix i forget what it was called but um abby jacobson from broad city abby yeah yeah, yeah, was one of the voices in it and like at one point in the movie this girl is like at a mall it looks like one of those 80s malls and like this giant furby appears and like starts attacking them oh shit yeah i heard wait you said that was a new netflix movie uh, I the, mean, the I'm, Mitchells, right? The Mitchells, yes, the that's Mitchells what it's called. versus something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, I was about to like whenever I was scrolling through, I saw uncut gems, and then that one you just mentioned. It was so it, it's funny that it's we single handedly, like you said earlier, <laughs> brought it back. I love it. Yeah, that was a good episode. I love that one. Uh, yeah, it's just funny. Like, like Furbies are just ingrained in the culture i feel like they're not going anywhere yeah whether you like it or not like they've outlasted beanie babies and like other (sighs) kinds of that'd be a good episode beanie babies yeah maybe we had we had we were a beanie baby household i know honestly that might be depressing i feel like so many people were beanie baby households and it's like where are they now have you ever seen that photo of like the there were just these random Two were getting divorced, uh, husband and wife, yeah. and they were like splitting up the beanie babies. Yes, <laughs> like in court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bruh, I like. I, instead of a Furby household, like if I had to gauge, you know, compare the two, like we were definitely more a uh, beanie babies household. I had so many beanie babies. I don't know if you can compare the two, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> There wasn't a fucking robot behind the right. They were going to come alive at night. <laughs> Change your batteries, children. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, uh, my God. I, that's something I think about a lot, too, is how I never have batteries. <laughs> I know. You, you want to hear a messed up story? And not to, like, bash anybody at my work, but there, whenever I started, I asked for I asked for. Um, two monitors i have a laptop and like docking station but i also got like a wireless uh mouse and keyboard and the keyboard i like was so inconvenient like i guess i like must have smacked it or something something came loose and i checked the batteries in the back of the keyboard itself because it wasn't typing um there was it called for AAA batteries but it was quadruple a batteries that i had been working with for like the last like I don't know. I started in July, <laughs> so what? the last while, and I just noticed that there's, there's a different size battery in there. <laughs> what? And I was like, Bruh, what is this? <laughs> like, can you get the right size battery, please? <laughs> did you call like your IT department? Yeah. What like, did, like, did they have answers? No, he just like he was like. Really? I was like, yeah, I will go grab them for you. Like, I'm serious. Uh, that was wild. That was oh, wild. my god! Yeah, change your batteries, people. Make sure you know how many letters, or how many A's are in there. Love it. Uh, then we talked about LimeWire. That was um, a good one. That was a good one. It made me think about a lot of, I added a lot of Spotify music since that, like, 
just here and there. Like, thanks for the memories. I think I've, <laughs> I've listened to Soldier Boy. Yes. Uh, JT was actually joking about that last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> was, we went out to the bars or something. We got home and he was just joking. About it. I was like, oh my God, cringe. I forgot how much cringe this is. <laughs> People like rocking. Oh my God. There was a whole dance routine with oh the Soldier Boy yeah. song, too. I, I remember. Superman. Yeah. Real cringe. I was in uh, church one time, like it was like just a Wednesday or something, and these like youth kids were fucking like doing the Superman dance. I'm like, dude, cringe. This is so cringe right now. I need to leave. (laughs) Oh, Lord. What about you, Shannon? What did you think about the Limewire episode? No, I mean, I think it's it's interesting to think back on that one because I don't know. Sometimes I think about like how good I am with some technology but then other times I'm like oh and like sometimes I have to take like those um like IT trainings that you have to do at work sometimes I have to take them like (laughs) multiple times like LinkedIn learning or something right (laughs) Um, (laughs) literally yeah you'd think I'd would have learned more from a LimeWire but I mean it it really was like like what do we call that um when you're you're getting familiar digital Digital literacy literacy. yeah Yeah, it was very centered around digital literacy in a way that i think goes beyond just like limewire itself which is probably obvious but Mm -hmm. it's just interesting to think about in terms of it what it meant to download music or if it was illegal or mm-hmm. what the ethics of it all were. Right. And who got to decide. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll never forget that video that we watched. I forgot who that kid was, but I know it's linked in the show notes of that episode, but how he, you know, was saying that LimeWire really helped give life to spotify apple music amazon music um and then from there you know netflix hulu and prime and all the other streaming services that we wouldn't have had had we not you know shown the world that we were gonna listen to music whether you know if we didn't have to pay for it right yeah that's exactly (laughs) what i was like just Take it out of my bank account once a month and we'll, we'll, we'll be Gucci. Yeah. Unless you get a student account. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or something. But yeah, no. I, I love that one. Listen to a lot of Fallout Boy lately. A lot of Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, thanks for the memories. I think that's what I'll title this. I know. <laughs> like, it's funny to think about that too. Like how Soulja Boy would title his songs that. Like mm. the brilliance. The brilliance. <laughs> Soldier Boy, modern Da Vinci. <laughs> right? I uh, love it. He orchestrated it. I mean, it's funny to think like, would LimeWire have taken off the way it did if people weren't putting their music out there like that? Like, I don't know. Was the original SoundCloud? Rapper. Yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Oh, that's funny. That's true. Let me put my mix on LimeWire. You can download that bitch. 
Oh, Ooh, God. you thought this was going to be Umbrella? You thought wrong? <laughs> Sorry, buddy. We're not handing mixtapes to <laughs> music producers anymore. We're putting our shit on LimeWire. <laughs> uh, LimeWire rapper. I love it. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. You know, I was actually watching a video of Lord this morning. Oh, yeah? Uh, like, uh, Vogue does this uh, good, like, YouTube little bit called uh, 73 Questions. Yes, I, love I love it. And I watched the Lord one and I watched the Adele one today. Ooh. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Since the, I was actually, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, I was like scrolling through my Spotify. I'm like, shit, since we've done that episode, I've, added a lot more music like i've just gotten back into it like everything ebbs and flows obviously i was telling you i think maybe before the podcast started i was just like i don't want to listen to music i don't want to listen to podcasts um i already listened to the audiobook that i had mentioned and i was like should I just fucking sit in silence? <laughs> you know uh but yeah no it's funny it's funny how m- much more songs i've added because like i said a lot of fallout boy a lot of uh a lot of uh i, I rediscovered all american rejects oh my um, god that yes. was interesting i was like that oh, it's funny it's funny um t- tying it into like who we are i didn't mentioning all american rejects you know that one song that they do it's uh dirty little, little secret. secret yeah yeah so when we were younger, um, it was so my siblings, they're kind of split up into two tiers. Like we have older siblings, like my sister, she's 11 years older. And then I have a twin. So we were considered the older kids. And then my younger sisters, they were born 2000, 2001. So they're considered the younger, younger ones. But we used to have a, um, karaoke machine that <laughs> played the dirty little secret song by yes. all american rejects and uh, i can't remember who i was talking with that like pop like knocked that memory out of my subconscious <laughs> you know it's just like oh my god we used to uh, my sisters and i used to like i probably sing <laughs> dirty little secret on karaoke machine probably about a million times yes. <laughs> talk about who i've become <laughs> that's a little cute. yeah Imagine Tiny David <laughs> setting fires to houses and singing karaoke. <laughs> what is this, the like t- ten year old dirty little secret? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I don't even want to fucking know that one. Uh, Lord, oh, uh, you put baloney on people's cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking, <laughs> you know, peel the paint off. <laughs> oh my god. Oh okay. my god, that was so funny. I was talking with somebody about that the other day, just the baloney thing and how I got caught. Like, or it was like in the episode that we had that Mythbusters <laughs> moment, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed." But that I that was good, good content. It was. <laughs> oh Lord. Ooh. Shannon, want to talk yeah. about King of the Hill? So yes, King of the Hill. That was the next one we did. I love that one. I think. It's timeless still. I was watching King of the Hill the other day. I just, it's hard for me to even like go to work and have interactions with people and not think about the show because 
people in my life and at my work are just like people from King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking of? Yeah, we had, Mike Judd, we were, I, I can't, uh, we watched, it's funny you say like you just been in the 90s mindset yeah. of late because um, the latest movie podcast from when we were are recording this currently, uh, we did Romeo and Juliet. Oh yeah, I listened to that. Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, I was just like, Damon was telling me all about his like 90s experiences yeah. and shit like that. And I'm just like, oh, whoa, that's like wild shit. And I, I was talking with him about like, <laughs> what's that one side character, Hank's boss? Um, oh, uh, Mr. Strickland. Yeah, yes. Uh, and just like that whole bit and thinking about well, we do have these characters in our life and they do really pronounce themselves <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was a good episode you you came packing a punch with the with the factoids on that one i enjoyed that yeah yeah that was a fun one and also um yeah that romeo and juliet episode of you haven't seen that that was really like especially the beginning of that y'all just kind of talking about the era like i really feel like that puts a lot of our episodes into perspective in mm-hmm. a way right. um especially from someone who was like a little bit older than us during the like peak of some of this not all of it but Mm. um yeah i definitely recommend giving that a listen i think romeo and julia would have even been a great topic for us but that you haven't seen that podcast is such a fantastic episode so he he he's a a great perspective on on that because he's he was in his own yeah it it almost felt like an into the zeitgeist episode yeah yeah. (laughs) hello welcome i just invite older older generations you even purchased a sin on it too i did yeah what was it do you remember you um took the bio straight from like wikipedia or something oh yeah (laughs) i had to change it out because it was god awful yeah Yeah, that's what you said it was a yeah that was a bad bad summary but nonetheless yeah yeah, it's funny. You were talking about 90s stuff. And I was just like, yeah, I was into that that shit. There was a lot of uh, Radiohead on, on, right? that, on that music. Yeah. Or the motion picture, you know, soundtrack. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Funny. It's funny to think of, like, the timelessness of, like, Romeo and Juliet. And then, like, the timelessness of King of the Hill. And, like, <laughs> but they both have the, the unique qualities it takes to possess that timelessness you know exactly that's kind of just what i aspire for in life right (laughs) something that permeates yeah yeah i was thinking it's similar i was gonna bring it up earlier but the borat podcast like just i I always i'm always thinking of it's funny now that i have that like reference because now i just like it is a widespread like we'll mention it here soon i definitely want to mention with rocky Horror picture show but i'm like oh my gosh that's why yeah yeah it's it's definitely the time of year it's october when we're recording this and yeah Yeah. it's spooky time it's spooky time around (laughs) here i love it isn't that weird too it's like we're being haunted by the past oh my god oh my gosh (laughs) are you gonna like ebenezer scrooge me and me ghost of christmas best (laughs) david it's halloween not christmas (laughs) oh right oh my god get a grip (laughs) oh lord yeah here we go (laughs) but what did you think about oh you know what else with king of the hill though is on hbo max they had this documentary come out about Brittany murphy oh yeah 
yeah, I did see that. Did you watch it? No, no, it's I saw good. the trailer for it, but it's good. It really? goes into like the a lot of shit she was going through. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like mm. that's the one thing I did take from that episode was realizing how big of a thing she was. Yeah, she really, she really was, and it's interesting because I feel like you know her because you kind of see her over and over again as these like side characters and things. And she has like leading roles here and there, but like, it's, it's just interesting. Like what an impact those side characters can have, whether it's bringing the punchline or like creating the drama. It's funny. Mm -hmm. Or just a little, it's funny, but I guess one of the things I took away from that episode, like you talk. I think you talked briefly about it in the episode about your love for Bob's Burgers. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, there was. I haven't watched much of it. I haven't watched much of like any animated content recently. I mean, besides Naruto, but I don't put that nice. in the same vein. Uh, but like, uh, I watched Archer, like a few episodes of Archer yeah. recently. He, like, I guess I was like fed up with the um, dream sequences seasons. I don't know if you watch Archer at all, but I haven't watched it consistently. But it's it's a flavor, not an acquired taste, so to speak. But I, I love it. But now I watched a few episodes, and I was just like, oh my gosh, forgot how like. I think it, maybe it was even my takeaway uh, for that one, like how influential or like what you can do with uh, cartoons or yeah. you know animated content and how far you can push it. And King of the Hill pushed it, you know, in different ways. But it's funny thinking of like Archer, like taking it over the top or something like that. And, yeah, you know, cussing up a storm or I don't know, beating your butler your I mean, personal even, butler like, the crossover with the bob's burgers characters that's I a dark that episode. episode it's so fucking funny <laughs> that is so funny but yeah no i'm glad you brought up bob's burgers because i feel like i don't get to talk about bob's burgers enough but i definitely think if king of the hill hadn't been as successful as it was we wouldn't have had bob's burgers and um i think it's really endearing to see um just like that kind of family value and love you know with yeah. uh, sprinkled with imperfections you right, know right oh that's nice i like that <laughs> you welcome. put a nice little bow on it <laughs> speaking about christmas no, i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> fuck it with you <laughs> I, I know it's halloween haha um next episode we talked about yik yak um you showed me something before. Do you want to talk about that? Oh, my God. Yeah. So literally, like, right before we recorded that episode, I saw this thing that was like, yik yaks coming back. And it was like warning us that we're getting higher ed. Like, watch out. It's coming back. And I was like. It's like the here it comes <laughs> meme, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the dude in the tornado. <laughs> That was like us earlier today. Anyways, uh, watching the clouds. Sorry. Anyways, um, but yeah. So I right before this episode, I like googled it to see if that was really going to happen, and like, sure enough, their homepage is like Yik Yak is back, and you can download the app on um, an iPhone. It looks like it might only be available on iPhone or maybe the QR code only works 
an iPhone. Anyways, Yik Yak is Sorry, Android users. Back. <laughs> Great rhyme. Way to way to make that comeback. But funny enough, so they have this website. Um, it's just yikyak.com. When you go there, there's these like different links at the top of the page to click on. One of them is community guardrails. One of them is what? mental health resources. And another one is stay safe resources. So they're back and they're, oh, <laughs> they're ready. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> This is cannot be a good idea. There's just no way. But it's so funny under the mental health resources. They really do have like actual resources listed, I guess. We we looked at it. It was pretty extensive. Yeah. There was just this one that made us fucking laugh out loud. Yeah, because they they have so they like list all their resources and then it says mindfulness. And they give like tips for being mindful on Yik Yak, which is I don't know. I've never. I mean, maybe all websites should have this. I don't know. Hey, internet addiction. Huh? It's yeah. too much. But like, so they have these ten mindfulness tips. But number seven was definitely my favorite. It <laughs> says, "Try not to take it personally when your post receives downvotes or criticism." I just read that first part. It's like, don't take it personally. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? Oh my god. Number five is don't engage with haters <laughs> or those that are clearly out for trouble. Like number eight, check those vibes at the door. <laughs> check those vibes. No, that's not literally but what it's it from. should like, oh be. God. That'd be ten out of ten. Right. Oh I gosh. bet that's what they say. Like when someone gets reported, they like send them an email and it's like check those vibes. <laughs> email automation. I can just see if I can computer emailing them to somebody. Check, you, check those vibes. We're two rad dudes oh from my. Southern California. Yeah, man, you need to check your vibes. Oh my god, it's like making me think of uh, what episode was it? It was the Furbies and how we were talking about robots are going to be taking oh. over. <laughs> like <laughs> the apocalypse is actually just going to be our, our inboxes, our Gmail inboxes are just going to be <laughs> telling the computers, telling us to check our vibes <laughs> and to like chill the fuck out. <laughs> Oh, shit. That's so funny. Yeah. No, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just like, oh, I don't, that's, that's a little cringe coming back and having the way they downfall. It's like, oh my gosh, we got to make sure we don't do this again. Right? Right? <laughs> Maybe the solution is to just get a bunch of bots on there and get it shut down. <laughs> like, <laughs> Round two <laughs> couldn't stay down. <laughs> shit. Oh, it's going to. I have. I, I'm making a prediction now. We'll see in the future if this is true. But it's definitely. I don't. I don't think this is going to be much of a storming. <laughs> We're going to storm the trenches again. Yik Yak's not going to storm the trenches again. Oh my gosh! <sighs> they tell people to go to seizetheawkward.org for conversation tools and tips that can help you help those in need. He's the awkward dot org. 
this is just so wild to me. And then they're like saying like there's a special section that's like don't promote self harm or like bullying. <laughs> like I'm just like if these are the risks, <laughs> what on earth makes you think this is a good idea? Right. Oh my gosh. <sighs> it's a hell of a warning label. Right. <laughs> I just. I don't know. What do you think about it coming back? Do you think um, who's the generation below us? Gen Z? Are they going to fall for it? I wonder. I wonder if it's the same dudes. I feel like I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, that would be be interesting. I know. Maybe somebody was just in love with the. Oh no, no! I think it has new owners. It says, we're the new owners of Yik Yak. We purchased the rights to redevelop the Yik Yak from an original maker Oof. in that February dicey investment. 21. Sorry, I interrupted. No, you're fine. Yeah, that, seemed like, that seems like a, like a, what's the over under? <laughs> I hope it. the frat boys got a lot of money from these right? That's stupid I'm idiots. Thinking. I'm like, yeah, you fucking take it, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of a gamble investing in that one. Uh, that's my thought on that. I, I'm definitely not going to participate. I mean, well, I mean, I was about to say I'm not in college anymore, but I technically am. But uh, I just, I don't even like. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It says. <laughs> Yuck Yuck gives everyone a voice. The most popular celebrity on earth appears the exactly the same as an average person. Like, what celebrity is using Yuck Yuck? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Bruh, no, I can see it in California. Like, people going to, like, what was that school we were talking about in California recently? Maybe that was you and I. Stanford? Is that Stanford over there? That's in California. Music. She went on a music. Oh, we were talking about Natalie Maines. Oh, no. She went to Berkeley College of Music. Berkeley College of Music. And that was Sorry, in Sorry, it's like I started thinking of that. <laughs> Maybe because I was listening to a part of it this morning, but <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely think it's um, a bad idea for Yuck Yuck to try to make a comeback. I definitely think... It's a little stained. Little and stained. at this point in your life, if you feel like you have to be anonymous to make a statement, like, get over yourself. Like, right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Anyways. Fucking stir in the pot. Stir in the pot. <laughs> there you have it. Love it. Uh, next episode was The Most Dangerous Game, which <sighs> was my one of my favorites because I hadn't So read, good. I, you know, I think you were... The, you were maybe even more excited than myself for for that. We did have a lot to say on that one. I I loved. I've fallen out of reading, and so it was nice to uh, go back and and see. Yeah. Um, or read something, or when I say read, I mean listen to in the car. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciated. I think doing that episode. Mm-hmm. Um. I got a lot more out of the story than I ever had before. And I think when, I don't know, just, just when I think about common struggles that are happening today, it's hard not to think about the most dangerous game. Like when I think of like the worker class uprising or like, um, 
you know, different sorts of um, political movements, like, it's hard not to see, like, those who want justice as the most dangerous game in a way. Um, mm. Huh. But... That's a thought. That's a we can go deeper down that rabbit hole. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking like, but I mean, that's twofold too, right? Like the the um, insurrection of the Capitol on January sixth. Like those people were the most dangerous game. I think it, it at that moment in time. Yeah, and it's interesting too because I feel like there's there's been so much media that I've watched that. There's been like a character, someone who's been like, oh, and that's the most dangerous game, you know, like uh-huh. I I can't even think off the top of my head what they'd be referring to. But there's just so many instances where you think to yourself, like, I don't know, like sometimes <laughs> like some days uh, the most dangerous game for me is um how many times I'm going to hit snooze? Oh, my gosh. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. I've been playing that this last week. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. And I think to myself, this is the most dangerous game. <laughs> like, I don't know, but I think adding the historical context that we did to it really mm-hmm. brought some life to that story that I didn't even know was there. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's a really fascinating episode. Yeah. I love when people can express themselves that way. Like those we were talking we, uh, through line throughout this show and past in the Borat episode. Um, just that through line of rhetoric. Like in this, uh, there was a lot, a lot to talk about uh, with the most dangerous game and rhetoric. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it, it it's cle- clear that. Um, there's like a sort of centered historical purpose to the story to demonstrate this point between like old money and new money and mm-hmm. old ways of thinking and new ways of thinking. Uh, but then there is, you know, the literal idea of like hunting and murder and thinking about those themes and ideas as well. Like, yeah, there, there's a, a lot rhetorically going on in that short story. I'm glad you picked it. You just kind of happened mm-hmm. to say it one day, I feel like. And mm-hmm. we both just got so excited. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I said, I think I was just had that like craving to get back and analyze something. I feel like I haven't done it since fucking back in high school. Or, and I didn't take too many English classes in, in college. English-centered, but... Nonetheless, yeah, no, I was like thinking, I've been thinking of um, that one. I love the takeaway that that I did from that episode. It was the ensure that you don't end up in General Zarov's bed or something to that nature. And I was just like, ah, I love that. But then I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I talked, we talked about surviving the game with Ice-T and it, but I was scrolling through Hulu the other day and I saw one that, it didn't pop up in my mind when we were doing the episode, but Stone Cold Steve Austin was in like a similar esque one. Um, but it was like for prisoners or whatever. It's kind of reminded me of like Hunger Games type type shit. Or there's a movie on Netflix that does a similar thing, like a Japanese style 
Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? Are you thinking like where they just like they're like on a fucking map and like they can only go into certain zones and they just got to kill everybody to win or whatever. Is that the one with the kids? Yes. Yes. I forget mm-hmm. what They're like that's pulled called. from high school or whatever. I forget what that's called. You know oh, I'm that's going to bug me. Yes, I've seen the first one because I think there's two, right? Mm, it's funny we're talking about that because Squid Game's a big thing right now. I know. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Have, um, you, have watched? you watched that? No. I've I, watched it. I, Is it good? I really enjoyed it. I think, yes. I'm really glad you mentioned that now because I've noticed that a lot of. South Korean media really looks at this idea a lot between like power and money and in the sort of flip side of like what you're willing to give for that. And um, and, and maybe that's not quite in line with the most dangerous game, but you still right. see like the issues of class and in mm-hmm. different divides that create those different motivations Ooh, good point. but like did you ever watch parasite was that that one that won all the awards yes recently? no i have not you would love that too um but but that almost kind of makes me think you know and i i wanted to say this um something you said was that in the episode, and I'm pretty sure I agreed with you, was that the most dangerous game is someone whose first instinct is to fight and who is ignorant. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then I think I kind of added someone who's like cunning. Oh, um, yeah, that's a good one too. And I was recently like in a position where I had to. Um, defend some groups that are like important to me um like um the lgbtq plus community like i I was having to make a case for why um a group i'm in should be allowed to do certain things Mm -hmm. and just the pushback i was getting immediately made me think of what you said and i'm like you are the most dangerous game because you're preventing progress. And that's exactly what General Zaroff was doing. It's, you know, it's what tons of dictators and people in positions of power have done and continue to do. And yeah, I I am just still really impressed at that conclusion. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Hmm. Well, it's because I think in life too, we, that's what we, face right are all these different games like it's funny that it's called squid games because life really does throw these games at us and every once in a while you're like this is the most dangerous game you know right you know what my most dangerous game is as Hmm. of late uh rush hour traffic (laughs) 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 you want to you want to go against the man going 95 it's like 450 you're like i gotta go janet (laughs) (laughs) bro one time so i work in arlington over by the cowboy stadium they had a monday game oh fuck my life oh it was so such bad traffic i went to like what would typically take me like five minutes took me 25 minutes like almost Mm -hmm. 30 i was like fucking like lose my shit <laughs> nope yeah most dangerous games at level <laughs> we all have our own dangerous games yeah like you said the the alarm clock that was funny <laughs> our next episode was dare um i wanted to i think 
Dare's bringing up Dare, I kind of, I'm kind of excited to get to this one because I think maybe this is one of the reasons I wanted to do a reflections episode was kind of, we were talking about Dare and how they should like pull the data, pull the analytics, whatever you want to call it, reassess and move forward. Like we, we just had a like academic planning meeting not too long ago and just having to see where we are currently and what we need to improve on and things like that. And there didn't do that, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but I'm glad that we're stopping as a podcast to get a nice breath of fresh air so we can, I don't know, like I said, reflect back on these and, and kind of take those lessons that we've, we've learned so far in these nine episodes forward. So, you know, Wow, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I really, actually, I really like the Dare episode. I like how passionate we get in it. Like, we're just, like, ruthless. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck the man. Like, <laughs> so over it. Very, yeah, like, I almost feel like we should have, like, called it, like, rage or something instead <laughs> of Dare. I don't know. Right. Oh, we should create our own program. <laughs> Uh, what would that acronym be, Shannon? Oh, God. Um, Rhetorical. Something, something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll come up with it before the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, anyways. But I actually, I, we did a lot of research for that one, too. It's mm-hmm. very research-heavy episode. And yeah. it's so funny that. I think you kind of just um, naturally alluded to it and then made me think of Red Red Ribbon Week. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. That, um, was, that was an interesting factoid. Yeah, I, and I've, I, that's, that thought has popped into my mind occasionally. I'm wearing some crazy socks today. <laughs> you are. I'm like, crazy socks. What does that one say? I can't see it. It says, it says my cat is cool as fuck. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. <laughs> That's good. Um, but yeah, I, I. You know what? Mine. It's Sunday. Mine's like messy day. <laughs> messy day for Red Ribbon Ribbon Week. <laughs> Hot mess. Yes. Hot, Hot mess, mess Express, Express Monday. <laughs> Monday. <laughs> You just had a long weekend. <laughs> Dress messy. I love it. Wearing sweatpants in that bitch. But I did really like how in Dare we kind of brought up issues of authority and challenging authority and not just accepting what someone in a position of authority tells you mm-hmm. as true. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me connected back to the Most Dangerous Game episode. Yeah. Um, with the dictator-esque. Yeah. I, um, you know, I feel like a lot of our shows kind of like weirdly flowed together in some way. Like, yeah. it's kind of funny to think about. that. I don't know how all the influences kind of get mixed together at mm-hmm. some point. Yeah. Speaking of the next episode, the Dixie Chicks one, which um, we talked about it in the episode, just the LimeWire um the music industry, as we would say. Um, we talked about that through line between those two episodes. Um, that was fun. Yeah. I really yeah. love the Dixie Chicks episode because one, we did the research together, but uh, you, 
you were kind of outside that field of knowledge, but you kind of learned a lot. And oh, yeah. Was fun. You would have been so proud of me last night at the reunion. They had these different singers there, and this mm-hmm. one girl started playing Traveling Soldier. Oh, and my, my fucking friend, God, really? She had been drinking a bit, and she was like, wait, this this is Stevie Nicks. And I was like, this is traveling soldier. And she's like, Stevie Nicks sang it first. And I was like, I think you're thinking of landslide. And she's like, Oh yeah, I am. (laughs) And I was like, I know about the Dixie chicks now. Thank you. Yeah. Just kidding. Get out of my fucking face. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. Um, I know what I am talking about, but I love it. Yeah. I wish that the girl had sang goodbye Earl instead. That would have been a better time for me. Um, But yeah, I, I, it's funny. I listened to sin wagon on the way to the reunion. Cause I was like, this will get me in the, mood we're from a small town so i was like i'm gonna get into the country mood do a little mattress dancing (laughs) yeah that's right make sure you pack that sun wagon for our opening segment (laughs) um (laughs) gotta do a little sun to purge it you know (laughs) but yeah i think too like the dixie chicks is also part of where like my 90s like I don't know, obsession got steered because there was a lot of like um, going in, going against the grain in music in that time that I think received a lot of pushback. And I don't know, it's it's almost sad because I feel like the Dixie Chicks were just consistently being themselves and no one should have like expected any less them for them to not support war and then right. yeah yeah just the the reaction to that that I, was one thing yeah. that i had when listening to it that's something that you had brought up that, that they like stuck to their guns and yeah i think you mentioned something to the effect of uh, if you knew about them earlier in life you would have formed your morals a little faster i guess maybe that's or it's like Yeah, I mean, I don't think I recognized what they gave up for their values like. And I don't know if that would have formed mine quicker or anything like that, but I think I would have recognized how crucial that can be for a cause when you do that, you know, make a statement like that Mm -hmm. without actually saying anything. Right. In a way. Yeah. It's making me think of... um connecting back to the Amanda show episode and how Josh Peck influenced me country music, like the Dixie yeah. chicks influenced me. And we talked about that a lot in that episode. And that's, I think one of our goals with this is to, you know, every topic we bring in to either it's Shannon or I and how it influenced us in a way. And I just want to make sure that we can keep continuing to do that and yeah. kind of filter that. Cause then it's not personal at all. I mean, it's nice to learn things kind of like how you did with Ooh, the Dixie chicks episode, yeah. but it meant something to you today. Like I remember <laughs> I was so proud of you whenever you started to listen to the Dixie chicks on the reg. Like yeah. I just knew that you were listening to them, uh, but I was just like, yes, yeah, and, um, oh, man, you made me think of a couple of different thoughts there. But, um, oh, gosh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I guess while you think Keep of it, I was like, uh, so on occasion I will go on Thursdays over to an old boss's house of mine, and we watch The Masked Singer. 
Oh my god! And, uh, <laughs> I haven't watched that in a while, but it's a good time. It, yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, I said that was uh, ap- that's that's the right word. Complete apathy, I think, is the correct word. Like I'm not, I'm not into, I'm not into it. It's something to watch. It's just something to put it's on. It's like Real Housewives. Tyga was the most recent one to be revealed. Ooh. Yeah, isn't Tyga? Who's Tyga? He's a rapper. I was gonna say, isn't he a singer already? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was like, wait, they probably couldn't afford him. To be honest, <laughs> they were like, we gotta fucking ditch his ass. Oh my god, this is getting voted off. <laughs> Voting is irrelevant. <laughs> the mass singer is all the money. Right. Hey, here we are. No, and I was thinking about that because uh, I, I can't remember who it was, but they like played a lot of country. They were naming off a lot of crazy country stars, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" I, was, I think they mentioned like Carrie Underwood or Garth Brooks or something like that. But then uh, the dude sang a Rats, Rascal Flatts song, and I was mm-hmm. like, "One, I fucking <laughs> Rascal Flatts is fun." I think of Cars. I think of The Office. That one episode Life where Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it's just like oh my god i said one of the you know many songs after doing limewire one of the many songs was a few rascal flat songs <laughs> i was just like oh country how i miss thee oh. <laughs> uh not toby keith as much i kind of put him yeah. on the back burner fucking bitch but um I, I yeah i was so today the day we're recording the chicks episode actually came out and so i was listening to it a little bit this morning and um yeah i it, i kind of reminded myself of like this idea that there were so many contra- country contra <laughs> country songs back in the day that like really told a story and i do think you still get those here and there Something I was thinking about earlier when I was listening to it is, have you ever heard of Orville Peck? Uh, rings a bell. He's, so he's in like, I don't know, I don't want to say new age, but I feel like that's the right word, like a new age country singer. He's like a masked mm. cowboy. You oh, never really? see his face. But okay, he <laughs> has this like really timely country sound, and uh-huh. I definitely don't think that would exist if it weren't for the chicks really kind of like subverting the genre in a way with like their um stance. yeah there's like country rap now yeah, yeah gonna fun. take my horse to well, the old town road yes Have i you think that's it? like that's like that's rap country <laughs> that's not country rap <laughs> Have you seen the video where little little nosex goes to the like elementary school and surprises all the kids oh yeah is it the that's like my favorite video the one with the ever billy ray cyrus I don't know if Billy Ray Cyrus is there or not. Maybe he is, but all I know is little Nas X walks out and all the kids start cheering, oh and then they all start singing the song. Like, oh, <laughs> bringing country music back into the zeitgeist. The cutest oh thing ever. I love little Nas X. He's such a pop star. That's fun. Um, That's fun. And you know what? I I almost feel like the Dixie Chicks did also kind of create a segue for country musicians to become pop stars yeah you mentioned taylor swift in the episode yeah and you mentioned shania twain yeah um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can also think of like sheryl crow like there's there's definitely like this sort of i don't know trajectory trajectory or like 
track that the Dixie Chicks sort of paved the way for, I think, hmm. more so hmm. than... Interesting. Yeah. And then, and I promise then um, we can move on from the Chicks, but... Um, it's a good episode. I don't know if you remember, but in preparation, we listened to the Rivals episode mm-hmm. about them and Toby Keith... And that was really fascinating. We all hate Toby Keith now. Glad we're all on yes, the same Yes, I'm glad we're all on the same page. If you listen to this podcast and you don't like Toby Keith, let us know. We like we like the yeah. <laughs> we like the uh, point of view. Um, yeah, we'll have a conversation about that and yep. tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, so Rivals is a really fascinating podcast, and I almost like. I'm going to do an ad for them because I feel like their show ended. They haven't had a new episode in a while, but there are some like fascinating episodes and that they bring the info for those ones. Yes, I really enjoy that podcast. I've been listening to it a little bit more and they have like a unique perspective. Like there's an older guy and then there's like a guy around our age. Mm -hmm. It really reminded me of your Romeo and Juliet episode. Like y'all dichotomy. um, Yes. Perfect word. Um, but yeah, so because of that, that also kind of influenced my 90s um, obsession and rabbit hole that I've been going down. Um, they have a lot of really fascinating um, 90 episodes from bands from the 90s. Mm. I highly recommend those. Yeah, yeah. And the Afghanistan war is over. Yeah, yeah there we go, there we go, yeah. <laughs> kind of, Bringing I think. It back I don't really Zeitgeist. know yeah. if that's good that or was not. Like, that was like really like coincidental. Yeah. That was crazy. That was a really wild day. Mm-hmm. And then I think a hurricane came or something. <laughs> and then changed the news cycle. Remember there was like that hurricane, that big hurricane? What are you talking in about? In Louisiana, I think. Or Oh, are you talking about Romeo and Juliet? No, oh. in real life. The day we recorded the Dixie Chicks episode, I'm pretty sure there was also a hurricane. No, I think that was the Amanda episode. No, that was a tornado in the Amanda uh, There was a hurricane in another state, like not in Texas. Oh, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> we were talking about current events. Now I, now I know where you're what We you're were watching about. it on the news. Mm-hmm. I forgot what hurricane it was. <sighs> Sorry, Go listen Ida? to that episode and figure it out. I don't know. Yeah. No, maybe we'll, that was the bonus conversation with Watto. That we talked about the hurricane. Yeah, we talked about current events. Yeah. yeah. But we did watch the hurricane on the news. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Sure, sure did. That day. Sure did. The end. <laughs> <laughs> you said you put here that like war ended-ish. What do you mean by that? Oh, I was talking about the war in the Middle oh, East. Oh, I see. I, I don't see. really know like if we'd call it over, right? Yeah, right. It's still <laughs> continuing. But nonetheless, let's get on to the last episode of the wave. Uh, yeah. most recent episode. Uh Rocky Horror the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I really liked that episode. It was fun. It was sentimental in a way. Yeah. That some of our other episodes maybe haven't been as much. Mm-hmm. King of the Hill was pretty sentimental, I think. Yeah. But other than that one, um, I think Rocky Horror, it's just so special. And it's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we did talk for quite a while. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. I thought we I thought we melded both of the shows well together. Yeah. Um, I think we had a nice, nice... 
like a hors d'oeuvre of, of Into the Zeitgeist, but then we had a little main course of movie podcast, but then we went back for dessert on Into the Zeitgeist yeah. or whatever. It was, it was a nice blending of the two, and I really enjoyed that episode. It was nice <laughs> learning about watching it one and then learning yeah. about I just, uh, it's funny, I just watched uh, the Charlie's Angels um, movie with Cameron Diaz, oh, yeah. Drew Barrymore, yeah. and Lucy Liu. Oh, you hate Drew Barrymore. Um, I know, I know. And you know what's funny? I'm going to tell you, this is, uh, we watched, I watched the beginning part of Scream as well. Oh, recently. right. I was there. And, uh, yes, I was, <laughs> I was there. I was there. <laughs> uh, but. Mm, I don't know. I maybe ha- I haven't given Drew Barrymore uh, enough uh, time in the sun, yeah. uh, so to speak. Because I watched that last night, but it made me think of it. Because Tim Curry is like the he's the bad guy before you figure out who the real bad guy is. Right. And I was just like, oh, it's funny seeing Tim Curry here. You know, uh, yeah, I forgot these, he was in that. Years later, that's funny. Yeah. So. Yeah, and. You know, I think we kind of did it justice by making it two episodes like that. This movie, film, whatever you want to call it, like it has, I think, touched a lot of people. And um, like I am one of the advisors for my college's LGBTQ plus student group. And mm-hmm. just hearing some of those youth, I, I call them kids, but they're not kids. Um, They're youth. <laughs> Uh, talk about it. Talk about Rocky Horror or to learn about Rocky Horror. It's so just fascinating and just know it's going to permeate throughout pop culture forever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's special. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You were saying earlier it was definitely a sentimental episode. I really enjoyed learning about a lot of different POVs and it's it was just a I don't know stars line type stuff that I hadn't watched it and then I got to experience all of all of the what everybody's been chatting about about it you know and now I get the buzz behind it you know it's interesting that that was like our last real real like a centered episode before we did this reflections because I feel like whenever you're reading articles about rocky horror they're just so reflective like of that particular person who's writing the article is just so reflective of their perspective Mm -hmm. of it and that's just it it goes to show how many people that the movie and film have touched and the difference it made and the you know all i keep thinking about is like one giant leap for mankind oh. kind of a thing like you uh, know it, it was groundbreaking yeah yeah i like that line at the end of the movie where the the narrator or whatever he's he's just lost in time lost yes. in space I, I love that that ending line so that was good. such a good movie that was just a good a good watch and then a good pouring through all of it i really enjoyed it yeah i almost recommend anyone who watches rocky horror then go and talk about it for two and a half hours so that you can really yeah. <laughs> feel it in your soul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get into the nitty gritty and I love it. I love it. Oh, good times. Now that we've gotten through all of the um, topics that we've done, I wanted to ask, what was your favorite episode from this wave? So let me list them off real quick for uh, whoever has forgotten. The Amanda Show, Furbies, LimeWire, King of the Hill, Yik Yak, The Most Dangerous Game, 
Dare, The Dixie Chicks, and Rocky Horror Picture Show. What do you? What was your favorite? You know, I wrote two, but really, my favorite is the King of the Hill episode. It Why? Still, is just because it really got at the heart of who we are and how we see Texas and how Texas is perceived, but. Mm. It's weird. Like, it's kind of like a back and forth between how Texas is perceived and then how Texans perceive Texas, <laughs> like, like a back and forth. And I just really love that episode. I loved, I love King of the Hill. I love all that's um, been nice, inspired by it. It was a nice slice of life type of episode. Yeah. Had, uh, we had both talked about it, just like how deck. Texas is so big and that there's different Texas stereotypes <laughs> for each ge- you know, geographic region or whatever the fuck. And uh, it was funny listening back on that and kind of put putting those thoughts together. And I'm just like, oh, wow, wow. Yeah. We did a good, good um, job in that episode, uh, definitely explaining it. So it's funny you say that because I think in the episode, one of us says something like how Arlen like if you're from Texas you probably think Arlen is your town just because so many of the people remind you of people from your town and like Mm -hmm. it's so funny because if you know Texas towns in Texas are so drastically different like even Denton to Dallas is two totally different worlds but at the same time all of those same characters still exist in Mm -hmm. both worlds and I love the idea that King of the Hill kind of unifies Texas in that way and um, I love the Seinfeld references I love all of the you know pop culture references that they make that are somehow still relevant and everyone still gets them like I'll tell you what it's genius (laughs) you tell me what right (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Um, me, I yeah. What's your favorite, David? I think I, I. It's kind of a tie for me, honestly. One, I'll mention the most dangerous game first. I really enjoyed that episode. That one, I really enjoyed it because it got me back into deeper thinking. It's deep. It's a deep episode. Deeper thinking, and we were talking about like themes and just everything surrounding that and we were we talked about the analogy of like stickers and a whiteboard or whatever and slapping different ideologies onto each side opposing side and i don't know yeah we i I just love that episode it was and the takeaway for that one ensuring that you don't end up in general sorrows but that was probably my favorite takeaway of the whole wave yeah that one really did have a lot of like weight weight and lessons like Mm -hmm. moral lessons of like that make you have to really think Mm -hmm. and make decisions that right you know we all do every day but you don't think you don't necessarily always think about what's at stake when you make your decisions Mm -hmm. and two i would have to say the dixie chicks episode definitely um i enjoyed i enjoyed the amanda show episode a lot for the same reason um but i think the dixie chicks did it the best of kind of laying out who i as a person when i was younger experienced and the feelings that i had towards country music then and how it translates to today yeah and it was i don't know it was it was just maybe also interesting that I got to see your progression through it too. Maybe that was another thing as well, but you know, it's funny. It's uh, 
there was a clip that I put out on, on Facebook, Instagram recently about, um, the cleaning day. <laughs> yes, I love that. Uh, we didn't, I didn't put it in the clip. <laughs> I the just remember. Yes. I was literally about to mention that I loved whenever you fucking cracked up at the whale sounds. <laughs> CD. I, I crack up every time I hear you say <sighs> like, you're like, you're never going to guess it. And then I say whatever. And then you're like, no, it's uh what do you white noise? The whale sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love and it. then I just, picture like your whole family cleaning and then all of a sudden there's like <gasps> and y'all just like drop your like it's dusters like, uh, it's like the <laughs> ominous like whenever we work in higher ed and there's always some bell tower yes, <laughs> it's like yes. some ominous ring of the bell tower in the distance oh my gosh <laughs> fucking love it but yeah yeah i'd say those two those two are my favorite um um I kind of want to save this next part for after our takeaways, if that's okay. Um, what do you, like we were talking in dare. Um, I kind of want to ask you your thoughts about us reassessing this wave that we've done and how we should change, keep the same, um, make better. That's a horrible grammatical put together, but, um, um, I want to pose that that question to you between our first wave and, and going forward. Um, what are you thinking about? Um, you know, I think we it took us a minute, but we finally got our stride. I think something that we need to just really do as people is just kind of find acceptance in the fact that, you know, Every episode we do is probably going to have a different tone because, like, King of the Hill and The Most Dangerous Game mm-hmm. aren't exactly on the same vibe. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Definitely not, not on that, the same level. That's okay. And I mean, I think, you know, something maybe we do really need to do, but that really involves our audience, mm-hmm. you know, actually telling us, you know, what y'all want to hear, what you don't like, what you disagree with what you want to hear us respond to, um, you know, let us know. Um, I also just like, while I'm doing a takeaway and reflecting, I again, just want to thank, um, so many people at my high school reunion last night were saying that they listened to the podcast and I just appreciate every single one of those people. Um, my mom, Sylvia also just subscribed to our Patreon. So I want to thank her. Love you, mom. Um, was this the uh, Hank Hill mom? No, that's Sharon. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) I love that you made that comparison on that episode. Very much her. I'm trying to think who my mom Sylvia would be in cartoon world. I can't think of someone off the top of my head. She's very unique. Um, (laughs) Just like a Judd Apatow character. Oh, yeah. I like that. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, just so many people have supported us, but... Y'all got to tell us what what you want, what you think. Yeah. You know, I think I will set up a, a voicemail 
uh, for us, and maybe we should even print out some stickers and, and yeah. give them away to people if, if they call in or write in and give us a little something-something. Oh, yeah. Something to talk about, maybe a different POV. Yeah. And that's why I like really enjoyed that Romeo and Juliet podcast the other day, because I... I couldn't tell you about that perspective at all. Like the yeah. punk reference that he, he Damon kept referencing over and over. I love that too. Cause like that was right, you know, at the peak of my deep dive. So I was just like clinging to on to every word he was saying, mm-hmm. like, cause like Nirvana really came up during that punk grunge sort of mm-hmm. initial, phase um in the late 80s early 90s and yeah that hearing him talk about that was just really fascinating part of me was just like oh i wish i could have been there like another part of me is glad i lived in a time where we're more progressive we can be like you know more positive about things that you know people were bullied for or whatever back then and not treated well for but that whole age and era of just like anti-conformity fascinates me and the idea of like punk and grunge and that sound sort of spearheading that i yeah i need to think of that idea and then Leonardo DiCaprio in that yeah, same thing. And Romeo and Juliet at all. Like, yeah, yeah. with like the old English. Like. <laughs> that was probably one of the most surprising parts of the movie. I was surprised in that episode that you didn't say that your favorite character was Marcuccio. Marcuccio? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. He's the best one. He's a good character. Yeah. Character. Who did you say was your favorite? Uh, the Prince of Cat- Cats. Cats, yeah. The, okay. Uh, Tybalt. Yes, simple. Okay, fair answer, though. Anyways, sorry for that tangent. But (laughs) that episode is a good time. And I I just, I really liked um, the nostalgia of that. Like, like, that easily could have been an Into the Zeitgeist episode. And I think if you like Into the Zeitgeist, you'd love that episode if you haven't seen that. Mm Because it's definitely. very, very, very smart. Mm -hmm. It was just nice to have that outside perspective so yeah yeah, circling it back yeah definitely super enjoyable we want to we want to uh put a platform out for you know voices when it comes to these topics yes like i would i would love to have a perspective like that on some of our future episodes um definitely especially as like you know we were we were little kids in the 90s we didn't have as much as appreciation of right. someone who was like a teenager the, yeah in high school or whatever he said he was like a junior or something but unless um me personally yeah. taking away from this wave is that i you said you mentioned it a little bit earlier it's like kind of the episodes that we've done have kind of similar thought trains have weaved in and out of each episode like we mentioned uh LimeWire, Dixie Chicks, Music, Music Vein. Um, we were talking about uh, what was it? LimeWire and and Furbies, that like technology vein of, of that. And going forward, I think it's we were talking about. I play the association game all the time, and that's just like I think it's like with the movie podcast too. It's uh, like really in the moment type of thing like it's it's at that moment that i need to have that realization or like whenever we did the most dangerous game episode and we were like ensure we don't end up in that's that's something i needed to hear at that moment i was just like definitely i think we've done a nice job of of 
weaving the topics and then bringing big big takeaways in my opinion from each each episode yeah yeah now now that i think of it i do kind of think each each episode that we cover it's like something that's going against the grain in some way it's sort of like the running theme through it all i think at least in these past nine episodes um and i think that that's just really important to keep in mind because if if you know, you don't always want to follow the herd, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Well, yeah, I'm sure we said that in a different way. Yeah. Previously. I love. <laughs> Yay. Thought trains. <laughs> 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 so Shannon, uh, I think we've talked a lot about uh, our previous wave that we've done, but I kind of want to switch gears and talk uh, briefly about um, this next wave that we got going on. You want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, so um, I'm I'm pretty excited. We're we're gonna have some really interesting topics. I think that um, are gonna be a blast from the past. Um, things that you know, because we we don't always like do research like super early in advance, but we plan out our topics. Mm-hmm. And so there are some topics that I just know I'm gonna uncover some juicy stuff, and I'm looking <laughs> forward to that. Right. Um. What are you looking forward to? Give, let's give the audience a sneak peek. What we'll let uh, we'll tell you one what's coming next, obviously. But what's the uh, one you're most anticipated? Yeah, so for? I really am excited for the one that's coming next. I know we're going to talk about that one in a second, um, and I do just want to say the first one that'll be coming was inspired by Justin Cook, who I went to grad school oh, with. Yes. Um, so thank you for listening and for making this recommendation. I had so much fun researching. Um, but I was kind of looking over our list and I think like my most anticipated one, and maybe it's cause I'm really interested in researching it. Um, maybe is, cause you don't know as much about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, we talked about doing an episode about DB Cooper, DB Cooper. That's the. Dude who was on the airplane, right? And yeah. He, like, jumped out and he was never found or something. Yeah. You you mentioned doing an episode about him. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I guess I, like, originally started out as some unidentified guy, so they were calling him D.B. Cooper. I don't really know Oh, that was just, like, story. a moniker or something? Yeah, I, I think sure. so. I thought that was actually his actual name. I know. I did, too, because I saw, like, the Drunk History episode about it. Oh. But I don't really remember that. it. I know. I need to watch it again. Um, but it just seems really fascinating and kind of up my alley, so I'm excited to do the research for it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm glad you. I'm glad you put that one. I was not expecting uh, DB Cooper to come up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I'm excited for that one too. Well, I'm not I feel like I don't know as much about his his such you know his situation. Yeah, um, and learning more. I'm all about that. I also don't want to give away some of the other episodes. Me, me either. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it to three here uh, out of the nine. We'll yeah, give you a third. Uh, my. I think my most anticipated one I had mentioned earlier about the most dangerous game and getting back into reading. Um, we're going to do a, not a short story. It's like a short novel. Yeah. Um, uh, it's called a separate piece by John Knowles. Um, I'm, I don't know if it did. Was it on your reading list back in school? Oh yeah. Really? A separate I think piece. I either read a, 
So I read it sophomore year. Oh, I see. But I'm I'm super excited for that one because I that's I alluded to earlier in the episode uh, about the audiobook that I was listening to. I was listening to a separate piece by John Knowles and I'm really excited to talk about the themes. I think it's going to be in a similar vein to the most dangerous game because it brings up a lot of, I don't know, uh, a little bit more ethereal topics. Okay. Um, and they're not necessarily nailed down to, yeah, I don't know what a certain thing is. It's Maybe not I'm black not. and white. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We can kind of, what episode was it that we did the thinking cap? Uh, little thing. That was most dangerous. Was game. it? Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. do that again. Yeah, let's do that again. Let's do that again. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll see if I can't come up with something. That'd be good. But yeah, um, Chen, do you want to talk about anything else before I kind of wrap it up? Um, I don't think there's anything else I want to add here. I just know that I've had a great time, and I hope you have too. Yeah. No. No. Um, I definitely enjoy these reflection this reflection episode we've I'm done. Glad so we did I'm this. glad I'm glad we're gonna do it. I hope we continue to do yeah, it. For now, so. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyways, um thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Into the Zeitgeist. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Um I just want to remind everyone to uh go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash WDM1. Uh, you can also subscribe to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh you know we'll put it in the uh, show notes a little link for you make it easy um also like rate review our our show uh, be it on apple podcast spotify i don't know if you can review on spotify can you i have no idea hmm. i honestly don't even have the spotify app sorry really? i love, love oh spotify. that's that should that should be your <laughs> sin for the i do have it on my computer episode. just not on my phone oh <laughs> well I'm so disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I love it. Um, Chen, what are we talking about next week? I'm so excited. Is this, this is the topic you mentioned that Justin had brought, yes. brought up. Yes. So it's magic earring Ken. That's all I'm going to say. Or actually, though, I think I wrote that down wrong. It's earring magic Ken. Earring magic Ken. Is this like Ken and Barbie? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. When you mentioned this, I was like, I have no clue. No clue. This is going to be like a Dixie Chicks equivalent episode for me. Um, I'm, I don't know too much about it, but hey, I'm excited. You're in for a treat. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right, Shannon, we'll see y'all next time. Wait. Wait, what? Wait, because um, we got to sign off. Um, What's our sign off? I've got to go learn how to do karate. <laughs> I've got to go reflect on this reflections episode (laughs) (laughs) not as cool but okay oh my gosh (laughs) we'll end it with a bullying tactic i love it (laughs) all right bye everybody bye
to the Zeitgeist is a bi-weekly podcast recorded in the DFW, Austin, and San Antonio areas in the state of Texas. The podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by me, David Lonnie Waters. My co-host and researcher for the show is Shannon Boffman. As you know, all of our shows are fan-funded on Patreon at patreon.com slash WDM1. The following names are at the producer support level or higher on Patreon, and for that, we're stoked for your sponsorship. Lone Star Aeronautics and Sharon.